0: Are you looking for a fun and informative podcast all about training working dogs? Look no further than the LWDG Poddog. This weekly show is hosted by me, Joanne Parrott, founder of the Ladies Working Dog Group, and I chat to experienced trainers and experts in the field who will give you helpful tips and advice whether you're just getting started or you've been working dogs for years this podcast will have something for you so pull up a chair pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to lwdg Dog, and let us help you build a better bond with your best friend hello and welcome to another episode of lwdg Dog. this week i'm joined by an old friend and a famous person tara best who is an absolute dream to speak to Tara's been part of our journey in the LWDG right from the start, and we are going to be chatting today about her brand new book. So how are you today, Tara? I'm fantastic. Excited to speak to you today. How are you? I'm really, really so excited to know all about your book. And I mean that absolutely, sincerely, because I've sort of watched you. You've watched me. We've worked together. We've done loads of stuff. We support one another. But watching you bring up this book and the sort of the the journey you've been on has been absolutely inspiring. Tell us a little bit more about why you
1: wanted to write a book. So it goes back years and years and years. So 2015, I had a job. I was a manager in hospitality and I was so unbelievably unhappy. Um, I was applying for so many jobs, just trying to think, what can I do to get out of this job? I was so undervalued. Um, I would just hate every single day. I love the customers that I had, but it was the kind of management that was the real issue. Um, and I suddenly met this gentleman one day and he basically told me he was setting up a new equestrian lifestyle website. And I very kind of jokingly, but kind of I'll just put myself in any situation, said, oh, shall I write? I, I could write a blog for you. Just let me know if you'd want me to write a blog. And long story short, he said, yes, you can write a blog for me. My employers tried to change my contract and I said I didn't want to sign the new new contract and I worked a three-day handover. was suddenly unemployed in June 2015 and I was suddenly literally unemployed. And I went back to this gentleman that I wrote the blog for and I said, I'm now unemployed. So if you've got any work, you just let me know. You know, I can write things. I can do social media Um, and then found myself working as a journalist and social media manager. Um, primarily in like the equestrian and rural fields and absolutely loved it. It was brilliant. Um, Fast forward a couple of years, I was starting to do a lot of PR, a lot of marketing, working with a lot of doggy companies, country brands, uh, equestrian brands, and absolutely, again, loving it. And in April 2017, I lost two clients on one day. It was thousands and thousands of pounds and suddenly had this, oh shit mentality, what the hell am I going to do? Like I had two clients at the time who were paying me 50 pounds a week, And my mindset spiralled because I had been doing the marketing for these two companies that had actually just both gone bust on the same day. My thoughts were, oh, well, I'm clearly not very good at my job. I should have been able to prevent this. And my mindset completely spiralled. I was beating myself up. I wasn't handling the stress very well. The stress then led on to develop stress-induced IBS. And I was just at absolute rock bottom. And... I had no money. I had no savings. I had no buffer. I had nothing. And I was so ashamed that I didn't want to tell my then fiancé, now husband. um, And I just tried to figure it out. But I realised that because my mindset was in such a bad place, I couldn't figure it out. Like, you can't work your way out of being in that really negative low space. And I remembered that I had met a business coach... Um, at a networking event and I thought god you know who am I to have a coach I'm just a horsey girl from the Cotswolds you know I live on a farm we don't have coaches and I reached out to her and she told me her session was 97 pounds and I was like I don't have 97 pounds so I thought right how can I find 97 pounds and I put little offer on social media for press release writing I sold two for I think they were 75 pounds each So there was my money. And I had a bit of change, which was wonderful. So I generated my money for the coach. And that worked wonders because it really enabled me to see things from a different perspective. I think when somebody's not emotionally connected to your business, they can see things from a completely different perspective. She had fresh ideas. She helped me create packages and just start instead of just charging per the hour. And that worked really, really well. And then in October 2018 I wanted more so I was suddenly getting to a point that I was quite busy I had lots of clients things were going really really well and I wanted to do more I wanted to bring in group coaching and all of these different things and I then signed up to do a 12-month mastermind which I thought was all going to be about packages and marketing and offers and ads and funnels and strategy and the whole year was mindset and I spent I genuinely thought, what the hell have I signed up for? Like, I've signed a contract. I'm not doing mindset work. I'm not sitting here on our farm in the Cotswolds meditating. That is not, no, that's not happening. I just told me to get over myself and just do it. And here we are <laughs> many years later. I, I love the, your story because
0: I'm sure there's loads of people on this um, podcast listening now who are like, what's this girl do with, like, dog training and you know what's my mindset got to do with dog training um but mindset has to do with
1: everything doesn't it yeah, literally everything it has changed everything not just my business but it's changed my relationships with my friends my family my husband it's changed how i see the world it's changed how i handle difficult situations or stressful situations It's literally helped me be in control of this inner chatter and dialogue that's running on autopilot all day, every day. And to me, when I started doing it, I just thought, it's another thing my coach is making me do. I'm already busy. I've got a horse. I need to get up and feed the dog, feed the horse. And haven't got time to do this meditation and morning routine stuff. Genuinely thought it was all crap. Um, And I'm grateful, actually, that she held me accountable to it and actually almost made me do it because it did take me quite a few months to actually see any sort of transformation or growth or shift. But now I'm just obsessed with the work. What I kind of realized though, was that for me, I need to know the why. If somebody tells me to do something, I want to know why. It used to drive my mum mad. She would tell me to do something when I was a little girl and I'd say, why? And she would just say, don't ask why, just do it. Why do you need to know why? But now I know that that's how my brain functions if somebody's going to tell me to do a morning routine, okay, why? What's the science behind it? So it was in 2019 when I really started looking into the science behind it and actually learned how our brains actually function. That I was like, ah, now this all makes sense. And that's when everything started to shift.
0: Now, I'm a... Uh a big level in mindset. I journal pretty much near every single morning. I, I know for me to be able to cope with my PTSD, I've got to start the morning in, in a controlled way, if that makes sense. I've got to feel like I've got control of what my brain is doing for the day. Otherwise, she goes pretty wild and can send me either like incredibly happy or incredibly sad. So we try to just stabilize everything before we start anything. But do you think that for a lot of people, whether it's dog training, horse riding, running a business, running a family, is that inability to connect to our mindset that makes it very difficult sometimes?
1: Yeah, and I think so many people would just see it as another thing to do. Um, but what I'm really passionate about is actually helping people see how they can start to shift their mindset without adding loads more things to their to-do list. You know, people want to get up early and feed their animals or go out, and let the dog out or get up for their children or get up to go and do the school run or the commute or, you know, everybody's got so much going on. So I really want people to be able to start to think about their mindset and start to shift their mindset without having to sit down and journal for an hour every single morning, because I know that that isn't feasible for most people. So that's been something that I've been really kind of researching and looking into in terms of just actually starting to recognize your thoughts. So for most people, when they wake up in the morning, they'll be led in bed thinking, oh, I need to get up. Um, And then your mind instantly goes back to yesterday or that difficult conversation you need to have or how stressed you feel, how tired you feel, how overwhelmed you might feel. And your mind then starts that almost as... This is how today's going to go. So to me, mindset work is having the ability to recognize those thoughts and take control of them so that in the morning, if you recognize those thoughts creep in, you can say to yourself, no, 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 I'm not having this today. Today, I want to feel calm, in control, like I've got this and I want to have a great day with my dog or I want to have a great day with my business or my family. And it's kind of just being able to shift it in that way. Now we've had um a couple of podcasts recently where we've
0: mentioned mindset and for a lot of people like i i just mentioned it's probably a bit of a shock to the system we're talking about these things but after working since 2015 with the lwdg if i look at where most people start to crumble it's where their skill level is growing they they know what they need to do with their dog they just don't believe they can Is that something that you see in your clients who, regardless of what the issue is, they've got a skill set, they just don't believe in themselves?
1: Yeah, completely. So they say success in any area is 80% mindset and only 20% strategy or skill. You can be the most skilled dog trainer in the world, but if you don't believe in yourself to actually create this as a business or to actually want to be able to kind of do it as best you can and support others then you will always subconsciously block it. So I think self-belief and lack of confidence are two of the biggest things that actually hold people back from following their dreams. There's a saying that I um, have heard before on a motivational video. So I love listening to motivational videos on YouTube to like kickstart the day, give me that self-belief. And it's slightly morbid saying, but it says the graveyard is the wealthiest place on the planet because that's where so many people had these, excuse me, had these great ideas, but, they didn't believe in themselves enough to put them out to the world. And I just think so many people have such amazing ideas and they have such big dreams, but it is that lack of belief and perhaps lack of confidence that just holds them back from actually trusting themselves enough to go and do it.
0: I know for me, and I'm sure it is for you as well, people look at our businesses now and they see big successful businesses and they think, wow, that, that lady's got something I haven't got. But the reality is we have just managed it a day at a time and just kept our mindset working towards I can do this. Even when we can't do this, I can do this. And there are days where we fall apart and we literally are you know, a mess. But then the next day, our ability to pick ourselves back up and go again
1: is, yeah. is the route to success, isn't it? Completely. And, you know, mindset work or having a good mindset isn't things will never go wrong again, because hate to be the, the realist here, but things will go wrong. Business, you know, will be challenging. Training animals is bloody challenging. Um, and having that mindset enables you to find the positives from that little lesson or think about, OK, well, today, you know, that's fine. Tomorrow's a new day. It's enabling you to see things as, Here's what could happen rather than you know everything is absolute success or failure it's always finding those little good things um i've got an x-ray and i remember years ago having a dressage lesson on him and i don't have a school so i just ride in the fields and my husband happened to go along the lane in the tractor whilst i was having this lesson at the point that we were going up back sideways spinning around in circles looked like i was at some rodeo with the bronx But I had three really good trot strides right in the middle of the lesson. And afterwards, my husband said to me, God, how was the lesson? You know, it didn't look great. I was like, well, cheers for the support then. But I said, no, we had three great strides in the middle. The rest of the time was carnage, but we can improve on that. We had those three great strides. He was like, Christ, that's one mindset you've got. I'm like, yes, because it would have been so easy to focus on the whole session being crap, which most of it was. But there was those three little good bits in the middle. And that's what I think having a good mindset is. It's it's enabling you to see things as a solution or an area to grow. It's not saying this is a failure. This is what all of the things went wrong. And that shift, I think, is key, particularly when working with animals.
0: I always say to our group when we all start riding um you know right at the beginning you've got a novice rider and you try your best to put them on a schoolmaster so the horse can teach the person something and then when we get to dogs you get a brand new person and a brand new puppy and you say go work it out people <laughs> and it's probably absolute mayhem because neither side knows what it's meant to look like um do you think that When we come to something like working with animals, working with dogs, you really do need to find the little bits of goodness.
1: Those three strides in every day. Absolutely. Because actually, you know, you are dealing with something that doesn't actually understand what we say. As much as you're trying your best, it's still an animal at the end of the day. And it's finding those teeny tiny little wins um, so that you... You can constantly be looking for the wins because the more you look for the wins or the things that went really well, the more actually you're going to see that progress. Whereas if you're constantly saying, well, this hasn't worked again, this hasn't worked again, the way that your mind works, it's going to keep looking for the things that isn't working working again and you'll just end up getting really frustrated and feeling like you're not progressing so if you can look for the ways that you're progressing every single day that's going to help build that self-belief and confidence again because you're going to be giving yourself the evidence this is the things that are going well at the moment so I think it's so important that we look for the things that are going well and we look for that progress and we look for the wins because wins gives us motivation to keep being better
0: so you've got a very successful business you help a lot of ladies when it came to writing your book, when you made the decision, I'm going to write a book,
1: how was your mindset then? Because this is a big step, isn't it? Yeah, it was terrifying. So um, I started writing in 2020, lockdown hit. At that point, I had two branches to the business. One was I did people's marketing. The other was business coaching, mindset coaching, social media coaching. Um, When lockdown hit in the March, I lost clients every single day on the marketing side. But the coaching clients stayed because they realized that they really needed the support at that time. And I remember being in this state of complete fear. I never watched the news and I suddenly started watching the news and I literally felt my mindset drop. And I let that happen for about 10 days. And then I realized I had to get myself together. I had to be more committed to my mindset work than ever before. I had to show up like I'd never showed up on social media. I had to be so connected to my audience, my clients, and how I could help them. And literally I'd say within a month or two months, I had the biggest month in business that I'd had to that point. And I realized that it was all down to the mindset. Like I couldn't have done that without the mindset that I had that decided I'm not gonna let this take my business. And I chose to thrive, not just survive. So it was summer 2020 and I was like, God, this mindset work is good. Like it really, really can help in any situation. And my clients were getting such amazing results with it as well. So that's when I started writing and I started writing by just doing 10, 15 minutes a day for months and months and months, because that kind of felt achievable. It was those little steps that helped me progress. and I finished the first draft sometime in 2021 and then didn't do anything with it, which I think was a bit of a fear creeping in. It's easier. You know, I've written a book. Technically, it's there on my Mac, but it's not out of the world. Um, And then last year, I decided I really, really needed to get it out. It's a message that I'm so passionate about. I know with all of my heart, if you read the book, take the action, implement things, it will change people's lives. And I thought, I can't keep that to myself. So I got myself a publisher. And again, that was going very well. Didn't really seem real. And then the book came out on the 30th of January this year, 2023. And I've never felt so sick in my life as I did that morning, because it was suddenly like it's available to the world. Anyone can buy it. Anyone could not like me or relate to my story. And I was absolutely terrified. But I was able to shift that mindset back to I've got this. I believe in this. I believe in me. And I know that the message in there is so powerful that it would be really selfish of me to not put it out to the world. And yes, that was very full on. <laughs> I-
0: you know it's doing incredibly well it's like you said it's global it's on amazon it's a bestseller and it's a bestseller in a lot of categories
1: isn't it yeah so hit number one in the uk usa and australia um and in 15 categories across those three countries which is absolutely amazing um came out in the digital version and the paperback which is here <laughs> um Again, the feedback has been amazing. I've had people say that they've read so many books, they've tried so many times to work on their mindset and nothing has really landed. And I think the reason is because it's got the why and the how in there. It's saying, okay, here is something that you can do in the morning. Think of what you're grateful for. It's not just a fluffy woo-woo approach to, oh, just be grateful and everything will be fine. It's got the actual science of how your brain works and how gratitudes work with the science, so you can't fight science, can you? Um, but there's also then the actions to really help you start to implement that, whatever you've got going on in your life and business.
0: So now that it's out there in the world and it's getting incredible reviews and people are absolutely loving it, as, as probably when you were writing it, you were scared they wouldn't, but now you know they do. How does that make you feel now?
1: I don't think it's yet sunken to be quite honest, <laughs> I don't think it's sunk in, it's just amazing that actually something that costs 12 99 on Amazon can genuinely change people's lives and I have believed that all along but to have the reviews and to have the messages on Instagram of people that have said, you know, oh my gosh I read it cover to cover in one sitting, it's already changed so much and I only read it like yesterday, that is just... That's the most rewarding thing in the world. That's why I do this work. That's why I'm so committed to it. Because I genuinely believe with all my heart it can really, really like transform how you see the world. So to have those reviews, honestly, I just keep reading the Amazon ones. I'm like, oh gosh, it's so nice.
0: And there's obviously the paperback version. There's all. There's also a digital version, isn't it? There? So there's that there for people if they like. Look, I don't need the paperback. I want to get something electronic. They can get it in both formats. Do you find now that like, as they're selling, that little bit of imposter syndrome creeping back and says, why would they want to read my book? How, and how do you deal with the imposter syndrome that says, I can't do this? Because we've got ladies who chat to me sometimes and they say, shall I be a dog trainer? I can't be
1: this. I can't be this. How do they get over that? So fear and imposter syndrome will always be present in your mind. Always. So I think for so long, people try and fight it or they try and remove it. You literally can't remove fear and imposter syndrome because your mind has a primary job and that's to keep you safe and keep you alive. So it will do that by giving you those fear, thoughts and feelings or by making you feel like an imposter so that you don't put yourself in this unsafe, basically uncomfortable position. So it's always going to be there. So I think the more that you can recognize the fear and imposter syndrome, as nothing more than a safety mechanism and then you can connect to what you actually really really want to do and how much that will help you or how much that will help your audience, your clients and that's the most important thing. So I recognize that it's there, it's going to be there and then I think, okay yeah, little imposter syndrome on my on my shoulder, I hear you, but I've got this, I'm fine. So whenever that fear or imposter syndrome creeps in, your mind thinks it's unsafe. So if you can recognize in that moment, actually, I am safe. Yes, I want to train dogs. I'm safe. It's not unsafe. It's just a little bit scary to try something new. And actually, that's where the magic happens. You can handle a little bit of discomfort. You can handle, oh, my gosh, this is terrifying. But it's just recognizing it will always be there. I've got clients that call theirs the most random names. One of my clients calls her imposter syndrome Gladys because she can't say the word Gladys without laughing to herself. So whenever she feels like the, who am I to do this? She's like, Gladys, not today. (laughs) And she just uses that as as a means of taking control of the situation. So for those of people listening now and they're like, where can I get the
0: book? Obviously, they can get it on Amazon. Is there anywhere else they can get it or anywhere else they can connect to you?
1: Yes, yeah, so I have got it on my website as well. So I know some people don't shop on Amazon, so it's also on my website um, and will be posted by me in a pink envelope, so you can keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm actually rebranding at the moment. So my business is currently called Tara Punta Coaching. I've been married for nearly five years. So rebranding, my married name is Tara Best. Um, so social media, I am still Tara Punta Coaching. So Instagram is the best place. Um, I know that there's going to be so many questions when people are starting to think about this or starting to look into this. So honestly, just drop me a message on Instagram at any time. I'm always, always in the DMs, always responding to those lovely comments and questions. Um, But honestly, just go for it. Life is so precious and so short. And if you're thinking of setting up the business as a dog trainer, just trust yourself, believe in yourself and know that you can do it.
0: We obviously have you here talking to us in the podcast. For society members, there are also master classes with Tara. If you go, um, just search Tara, you'll find them straight away. It's lovely chatting to you. It's amazing to know that it's doing so well. I am so pleased for you that it's doing so well because you deserve to help people by sending your information out into the world. You are absolutely fabulous. Thank you for chatting with us today. I'm sure without doubt, we will be talking to you again at some point in the future when the next book comes out or the next (laughs) thing. Um, And we absolutely love having you on here. Thank you so much for being here. And we shall chat to you soon. I'm sure. For, for those who are listening, if you want to get hold of Tara, please go along to any of the places she's mentioned. Please go along to Amazon, get hold of her book. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. She's going to be somebody who's going to inspire and help you wherever you're doing in life. And for those of you who've joined us for the first time, make sure you subscribe and we shall see everyone next week. Thank you for listening to LWDG Podcast with me, Joe Perrett. Now we all know training a dog takes time, energy and patience, but our lives can be really, really busy. Don't worry, the LWDG has got you covered. Join us for our free planning workshop where we'll show you how to use short, 10-minute training sessions each day to fast-forward your dog's education. Our experts have years of experience in training dogs and will help you get started on the right foot. Register now and start making progress with your furry friend today. Go to our Facebook page, the Ladies Working Dog Group, and click on the pinned post, or visit www.thelwdg.com.